Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, but I would add now I'm trying to stay cool as well. Yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, it's actually cooled down um, early this week, and we're we're getting back up there again, but uh, yeah, over the uh, week before Father's Day, it was it was scorching over here. We had uh, we had water temperatures flying up, and it's actually been kind of interesting the last couple of days. You know, over the weekend, temperatures were dropping. You know, we had some. I woke up a couple of mornings and saw temperatures in the in the high high forties and fifties, and so things have been a little bit slow in the morning a couple of days this week. Yeah, and of course, you're talking about the smallmouth bite, but you know, on the trout front, that was probably, you know, I fished on Monday because it was those couple of cool days down here as well. And I think that's going to be kind of it for, I guess, what we would say responsible trout fishing for a while. Yeah, you know, we we might bump back down, but, um, you know, I actually just put out uh, an article on the um, DWR notes from the field. Uh, fishing blog a couple of days ago about kind of responsible summer fishing, trout fishing, um, you know, things to consider, water temperatures, et cetera. And uh, I mentioned in there that, you know, typically in Southwest Virginia, we don't see those high 60s, you know, close to 70 degree water temperatures until typically the end of July, first, you know, first of August. And uh, we, we had them last week, you know, we were seeing fishing real good in the morning and then by three in the afternoon we'd be seeing 67 68 degrees and the fish would get sleepy and um and slow down and just just because you know there's not a whole lot of volume in the creeks right now everything's pretty low and uh and it's been hot but it's been cooling back down so we we may get you know in the mountains down here um some good temperatures for the next month or so but uh but yeah, this is definitely a time of year if you're going to be trout fishing to carry a thermometer, um, because I mean, it's it's not great for the trout to fish when it's that warm, you know, sixty seven eight degrees and up. Um, but it's also generally not that great of fishing either. So it's uh it's it's worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, and you know we talked about before we started recording. So you know, in those situations, you can fish really early or you can fish really late. You can fish after it rains, but then also too, we were talking about like watching the nighttime lows, right? And yeah, you know, as yeah. you as you were mentioning, like really great when you see them like down in the fifties and the forties because you know that water's cooling off all night long. But you know, like what we're having here, kind of um, in the Piedmont in North Carolina, we're seeing nightly lows in the upper sixties, which is not good for trout fishing. Yeah, probably not. And uh, but yeah, so I mean, if you're going to trout fish now, it's going to be. Um, first couple hours of the day and then, um, you know, go find a spring creek or a tailwater or something in, uh, Southwest Virginia. We've got a handful of spring creeks that, that stay cold all summer. And, and then, uh, the, uh, you know, we've got South Coast and Watauga tailwaters not far away either. So those are always options, but, um, you know, and again, but, uh, we will, we will get cooler temps and the mountain streams will be running cooler, but, just keep an eye on it and, and know your options and, and know the limits too. Yeah. But the good news is when it warms up, we were talking the last time we recorded, we were waiting for the cicadas and they're here. 
Yeah, yeah, we, uh, I've probably been hearing them for two weeks or so now. Um, and, you know, of course, we got all the other smallmouth food sources. We've been seeing Dobson flies, which means the helgamites are on the move. Um, those are big bugs that I'm sure they eat from time to time. We've got plenty of dragonflies and blue damsels out. And, um, topwater fishing's been great. And, uh, but, you know, talking the springtime, a lot about how you know certainly pre-spawn smallmouth are kind of uh i mean they're driven to feed right because instinctually they have to pack on some calories and and prepare to to spawn and then potentially not eat for a while um so the weather is is worth considering but they tend to be you know activity wise a little bit more resilient in the face of fluctuating weather because their uh their instinct is just pushing them to eat all the time come summertime and once all that spawning activity is behind them they tend to uh they tend to react a little bit more to fluctuations in water temperature and weather and that kind of thing because you know they've just got several solid months to lay around and eat so uh you know like this week we were seeing uh we were seeing low you know, relatively low water temperatures in the morning because it's been so cool. And then uh, the fishing would be fairly slow until like 11, noon. And then it would it would start to ramp up and we'd have good fishing from noon to, you know, the end of the day. So, um, but we're starting to level out again. You know, we're up in the 80s pretty much every day. Um, and overnight lows are, you know, like you said, in the 60s. So things are getting back to, to average at this point. Yeah, and so, you know, I would imagine, right, the fish are probably pretty well spread out at this point, right? Yeah, they're, they're definitely definitely pretty spread out. I haven't seen a fish, you know, hanging around a nest or anything for quite a while. And, uh, you know, if you're finding a lot of fish sitting in current or, or very close to current, that's a pretty good indication that that, that spawning activity has been abandoned. Yeah. And I would imagine too, it hasn't been hot enough long enough to really push them up into the riffles either. Right. Yeah, no, we still, you know, we're still, we are pushing, you know, 80 degrees in water temperature and, uh, some days and, but it hasn't quite gotten that super low yet. Um, usually what pushes them up into the riffles is, uh, you know, very low water, um, and real hot water. So you have low dissolved oxygen content. Um, so they'll, they'll pack up into the upper ends of, of runs and, and pools, um, just because, and, and I have a feeling a lot of that has to do with the fact that their, their food is moving up there too. The bait fish and, um, dissolved oxygen just doesn't spread out in a, in a river system when the water's really low and not moving a whole lot like it does when it's, you know, the river's full and, and moving pretty well. So that's, you know, that's typically a, a peak summer kind of pattern. Like, again, like when the trout fishing tends to get slow and, and warm, you know, end of, end of July, 1st of August um, is kind of when I would wait to see that. Yeah, got it. And I would imagine, too, in addition to your topwater bite, I would imagine your bait fish bite's pretty good, too, right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, that's always good. Uh, but we've been, frankly, I haven't been doing a whole lot of streamer fishing because the topwater fishing is good and um most people myself included don't want to throw a streamer when you can throw a uh a topwater fly so but we've been seeing plenty of chases and 
um, plenty of minnows hanging out of fish's mouths and stuff like that. Um, there's certainly, uh, certainly a lot of bait in the river and, and the, uh, the smallmouth fry, the young of the year are, uh, are being preyed on as well. Cause all those males have pretty much abandoned posts and, uh, don't care about their offspring anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Every man for himself, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and on your top water stuff, you know, cause I always have this conversation, like when I'm talking to Ethan and we talk about kind of that traditional kind of still presentation for cicadas and bugs versus that kind of animated popper for like frogs and minnows. Are you fishing top water both ways or are you kind of shifting more to that kind of summer bug pattern? Both ways. Yeah, for sure. Um, in, in real low water, sometimes, um, sometimes those real aggressive presentations just don't get them to go as well. Um, you can also do, and we do every day, a uh, fair amount of sight fishing when the water's real low, because especially when we have this kind of seasonable, you know, sun, you know, warm weather, clear water, you know, you can see fish and your chances of putting a big fish in the boat go up exponentially if you can see a fish before they see you and put a good cast out there. So um, we're fishing, you know, kind of passively with bugs a lot. Um, but I also tend to, you know, if we're running through a shoal or pocket water or something like that, I typically abandon bugs in that kind of water because they just don't have the, the presence um, in, in real broken water that they do in flat water. And on top of that, if a fish is in pocket water or, or any kind of moving water, they're not the, they're generally not in a passive mood. They're generally in a pretty positive mood and, um, you can get sort of more aggressive, um, reaction type, type takes, um, by fishing something a little more aggressively. So, um, you know, that day to day, that's, that's how I tend to break those. Uh, very neat. And, you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. You can drop them in the comments to our social media posts, whatever is easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. Then you're a drawing for some really awesome stuff from Matt at the end of the season. And, you know, Matt, like I always do, I know your free days are getting smaller and smaller. You want to let folks know where they can find you and what you have available and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah. The, uh, Website is mattreillyflyfishing.com, and all my contact information is on there. We have uh, probably another dozen to 15 days left of the summer to book, uh, mostly mostly September, mostly August to September. But um, if you want to get out and do some do some good topwater fishing, that's, uh, that's the place to be. So give me a shout. We'll get you on the water. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Thanks, Mark.